Hi friends, I'm Marge, your host, and welcome to Just Checking In, a podcast capturing human connections, authentic conversations, despite our gaps in locations and time zones. Over here, we'll basically just chat about how we experience life, and for our first season, we'll ponder upon love, dating, and relationships during a pandemic. For this episode, I checked in with the long distance slash one of the many internet friends that I have, Amy Park. A lot of people already know her as an abundance coach, but here we get a little bit more personal and delved into her romantic life. So let's go ahead and check in with her. Yeah, welcome to just checking in and to check in with you. How are you? How have you been recently? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. It's been really great, honestly. I have been really tuning into just myself and kind of up-leveling myself. I feel like for so long, I've really shied away from expansion. And I feel like I've done a lot of expansion inner-wise, but now I want to really materialize it, you know, and really physically expand outwards. And I think I was shedding through a lot of shame and guilt and embarrassment and other people's insecurities, you know, tearing me down when I was younger. And I'm old enough and not old enough, but just I think wiser to know that I can't let other people's, you know, opinions of their own insecurities weigh me down. You know, this is my life and um, I have to truly live out the life that I want. And I've been really doing that. And I feel really good. And obviously, there were some hardships and whatnot, and moving through it and moving and flowing with it. And I feel like I've come on the other side of that now of Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of pain and trauma, and I'm ready to just really live my life. And I feel really good about it. So Mm -hmm. thank you for asking. How are you? Oh my God. I can't remember the last time we talked one-on-one. I feel like that was like probably two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like I was browsing through our WhatsApp. So, you know, I think the first time we connected to each other was actually two years ago and we kind of like had a follow-up call after that. So to answer your question, I actually have, this is the best I've felt after a long time after those two years. So I know the past two calls or even when we talk on Instagram or things like that, you know, like I've always been transparent with you with what I'm going through and everything. And so that's why I'm really excited to jump on this because I'm like, oh my God, for the first time, I'm going to, you know, like talk to Amy and actually I feel good. I actually am happy, you know, with where I am right now and what's happening. I um, feel like I'm in my spring season and, you know, like everything is just, Yes, me too. Yeah, like everything is just blooming. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to give a background to our listeners, <laughs> Amy and I have connected two years ago and we were literally crying <laughs> on call. I don't know if you remember Sobbing. that about like, you know, the discovery call for that was supposed to be just like, what, 15, 20 minutes went for an hour yeah. <laughs> because, um, you know, we were going through a separation at that time. And, you know, here two years later, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're also coming to the other side. And I feel like I also am the, um, you know, going through that. I feel like, you know, this is an alignment. I remember you telling me a lot back then when things doesn't work out, you would say, oh, like, you know, don't worry about that. You know, like everything will come full circle and, you know, in alignment and time. And I feel like this is it, you know, for us like to catch up again in a good space. So thank you for checking in with me as well. And so, you know, like everybody knows you as an abundance coach and actor, but I wanted to ask you if you can introduce yourself. Like who is Amy without your career or your job? Wow, that is such an incredible question. I don't think anybody has ever really asked me that. And I'm actually just thinking about it as I am speaking at this moment. And the word expansion came out. I really believe that Amy is, you know, a woman who believes in pure possibility and potentiality Mm -hmm. and limitless expansion. And she is somebody who truly believes in miracles and 
you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. I was, uh, I was eating my dragon fruit and I was just in this own, you know, just joy of looking at my fruits and thinking about flowers and, you know, just birds and just nature. Today is Earth Day, but even despite it being Earth Day, I was like, you know, like I, I just look at Mother Earth's nature's, you know, creations and I'm like, those are miracles. I, I believe in miracles just by looking at that. You know, I believe in miracles because sunsets exist. You know, I believe in miracles because all these range of beautiful fruits of like even just dragon fruits and kiwis and mangoes and strawberries, like colors and just getting down to the core of things. I, I was like, oh my gosh, there is true beauty out there in this world. And it starts with the world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really just embracing all of that. And I think that's who Amy is, the one who comes back to the core of things and mm. who truly believes in the good, believes in expansion. Amazing. It's so interesting for me, you know, like when you ask people or, you know, you meet someone and, you know, yes, oh, like, you know, the first thing that they would want to know about you is like, what do you do? Or like, you know, or like if you, you know, if you're asked to introduce yourself, you know, default answer would be what we do. And so like, I've always had this, you know, curiosity question in my head, but who are you without your job? Coming back to what you said about, you know, like coming back to work course, I mean, like to the core, uh, my next question is that I wanted to kind of um, ask you what are the things that has been giving you pleasure and joy lately? Because I also I also saw your post that you came back to martial arts you know, recently. So yeah, I'd love to know more about, you know, other things too that gives you joy and pleasure these days. Oh, I love these questions that you're asking. Just to follow up with like, who are you without your titles? Mm. This is a question that I actually ask my, my clients, like, what do you like to do? Instead of what do you do? What do you like to do? And I remember I started asking in America, we have like Uber and Lyft. And so when I used to ride Uber and Lyft, I would always say like, what do you like to do? And I noticed that would throw them off. They're like, uh, well, I like, music and I like cooking, but I could tell they were like, wow, no one's really asked me that question. I realized, wow, there is something big here that we aren't tapping into. And the fact that you said you're a child and you like to play, well, that's exactly what I've been doing. I've been getting back into my childlike wonderment. And that's actually an email that I sent out today, Mm -hmm. you know, really asking people, what are three things you stopped doing as a child? And like you really loved it and and maybe you can return to it. So martial arts has been something I've been doing since I was uh, six years old and I, I had to stop for a little bit when I was uh, in my sprained ankle. Mm. So getting back into it has been really fun. And last night I went to um, this place called Color Me Mine. It's like where you paint ceramics and I love painting and I haven't been to that place in four or five years. And so just like really getting back to, yeah, my my inner child has been really important to me. And I feel like right now that's been giving me a lot of pleasure. I went to go shoot a short film not that long ago. And the girl who plays my daughter, she just, she was my teacher. Mm. She reminded me that it's so important to look at the world with wonderment and curiosity. And and that is something that I do teach in my program, but just the way that she did it, it was, it, it was so striking. And it was so genuine. And just to really see from her lens, it was really important for me. Mm-hmm. And I I just felt like, you know, a little gloss over my eyes was stripped out and I could see clearly again. And uh, that was really beautiful. So really returning back to nature, spending a lot of time not on my device, really doing Um, a lot of mundane things and finding the joy in that. And recently, um, I haven't said this out loud in public yet, but recently being in a new, um, beautiful romantic relationship, which (gasps) has been awesome. Yeah. So definitely we'll be talking more about that in this podcast, which I'm very excited. Yes. 
Thank you for sharing all of that. I just like want to tap into, you know, some of the points that you um, shared with the Uber and Lyft um, kind of, you know, like questions that you were throwing. It's so funny because I actually do the same thing. <laughs> um, like here, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like one memory that really popped in my head when you mentioned that is, you know, for you, people would like, you know, be thrown off by the question. They don't know how to answer. But I remember I did have, like a couple drivers who, when I asked that, literally they said like this, I like driving, you know, like their titles, it's so mind blowing, their titles, they're like, you know, they just retired from the ship, you know, like they had this like huge career or, you know, they were like kind of high in the tech industry, you know, like a job and yeah, for their, you know, like free time, they just do Uber because they actually find joy in driving. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wow you know like it's actually you know like you learn from that like you said where besides all these titles that we have it always comes back to you know those things that makes us feel happy and so I can't wait to tap in the whole relationship you know chat actually you know my question for you thank you for actually I'm like so surprised I'm so happy (laughs) that you (laughs) are In a what? But I was going to ask, kind, kind of, you know, throwing back to that call that we were two years ago, we were sobbing, you know, about like, you know, our separation and all that. Take me back from there to now. What's, you know, what happened? What's the re- real score? And I'm talking about, you know, like your heart, your romantic um, relationship area. Um, how was that journey for you throughout those years that led you here now? Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm really excited to be talking about this. I've never done a podcast episode on romantic relationships. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for for really inviting me into this conversation. I remember when I was in that place with you on the phone and we were talking about, you know, separation. I guess a little backstory is, you know, being being a survivor of childhood sexual assault, right? That already had a lot of trauma and and so much pain. Um, not just emotionally and spiritually, but physically. Mm-hmm. And I think from there, I attracted men in my life who took advantage of me because that is what I was, I only knew that. Even though it wasn't good for me, that's what I was comfortable with, but it wasn't good for me. But I just didn't know how to attract anything different. And I was in a, so a few years ago, I was in an abusive relationship and, you know, I, I guess I let him strip me of my light. And uh, that's kind of a lot of things I am currently, you know, uprooting myself from. And even though that's been like five years ago, trauma lasts in your body and it takes time. And even though we do a lot of work to heal, sometimes just little segments come back and, and, and uh, surprise us. And he was just the external circumstance of the root cause, I think, which was the uh, sexual assault from my childhood. And so I did a lot of work. I spent a lot of time celibate and alone and really working on myself. And I, all of 2020, I, my main goal was to heal my womb. So I invested in a womb coach. And that was really integral to my empowerment journey as as a woman who is excited about love, is excited about her body. I learned so much about my, my vagina and my system and how I work and how my body is and not being afraid of intimacy and the sexual part of who I am, because I feel like that huge part of me really did dim for so long because of um, the abusive relationship. And I feel like she was just screaming Mm -hmm. inside saying, I'm alive. Like, why can't you see me? And I just noticed I started to really shy away and shun myself and close myself down, even though deep down I'm an extrovert. I'm wild and I'm crazy and I'm loud and I'm I'm an extrovert. And I'm still finding that part of me again. It, it takes time, but it's been so great working on myself 
And I wasn't looking to anything. I wasn't looking for a man. I wasn't looking for a relationship. I was looking for a relationship with me. I wanted to find me first. And it was, you know, it was a really emotionally uh, captivating and beautiful experience for myself because I felt like I was starting all over. I mean, I've done so much healing, going to so many healers and I knew it was because I was worth it. You know, I was reclaiming my body for me. And I knew that because I was going to do that and I was going to thrive, I was always going to attract someone of that energy. And I was really excited about that. But I didn't rush. I took all the time that I needed and I knew my intuition was going to guide me to saying, okay, now you're ready. And so all of, you know, 2020, I really did the work and I'm so proud of myself. And especially investing in my, my womb coach and her helping me and guiding me was so important. I felt like, you know, as women, especially, we're not educated, you know, in the female body. We're not educated in, you know, sexuality. We're not, we're not educated on what healthy relationships look like and feel like. And so because I don't learn that in school, I am so glad I was able to learn that, you know, during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. and really hone in on myself. And it's funny because a healer told me back in November that I would meet my partner in February, uh, mm -hmm. by February. And I was like, you know, I believe it. I'm ready. I am ready. And I, I don't know where the heck I'm going to find him or meet him. And, and I asked him, I was like, do I already know this person? He said, no. So I was like, okay, a new person. This is really mm -hmm. exciting. And Lord and behold, I met him in February. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really crazy. That's, you know, I mean, like quite a journey. And I just like wanted to say that, you know, I'm really grateful that, you know, like you're open to talk about this. It was really my intention to, I wasn't sure at the, you know, at first if you're like, okay, I really do want to, you know, dive deeper with Amy about relationships, just because the foundation of how we met, you know, like that was our story at that time. And I want to check in with you on that. And I also know that people, a lot of people already knows, you know, your story about as a coach you know as an actor you know all these titles that you have and so I always want to make space for for that you know like that other areas that you know we kind of don't talk a lot about but I think is also important and so first of all I'm happy you know like that's crazy you know the whole February I I'd want to know more about, you know, your partner, but I want to kind of tap in a little bit, you know, like we did go backwards two years ago, but have this question, you know, I don't know if you will kind of, you know, revert back from your childhood or high school days or whatever. But if I ask you, who is your first love? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have, you know, like any answer for that? Yes. Do I say <laughs> his name or... <laughs> You can just, you know, like share whatever you want to share. Like tell me you know, a little bit more about your uh, first love, Amy's first so love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So I was in eighth grade and <laughs> yeah, uh, his name was David and I just fell in so deep. I mean, it was like, because I've never fallen in love before. It was like, it was just so... You know, I, I feel like when you're in that age, you just you just want to feel it all. And it was such a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. And and then I got my heart broken and I was so, oh my God, it wrecked me up for years. Mm -hmm. And I just remember feeling the pain in my heart. But, you know, it, he was like the first, the first boy I've like just cherished and adored and loved so much and it's like you get it it's, the, it's all the butterflies and it, they just swell up all in your body and when you look at him like everything melts and um, you know that feeling so well and you know I I was just so head over heels everything about him and when he broke my little heart like it it really did shatter me and I, I think you know all of us we or many of us, we understand what that feels like. And it was very, very sad. But wow, yeah, that was it's so crazy, right? That was 13 years ago. So insane. Oh, if you really how old were you, it. if you don't mind me asking, you were? I was 13. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was half of my life ago. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. And that was like, you were, you guys were together or was it like, you know, kind of like, Oh, I, you know, I like you. He was my first boy. Yeah. He was like my first official like boyfriend. Oh, so interesting. I, yeah. Like so interesting because I'm a late boomer. So my first, you know, my first boyfriend, my first love, which actually was just a person that I recently, you know, like I just separated a couple years ago. Yeah. I was 21. That's sick. 13 years old. But I wanted to ask, how do you, I know you mentioned like, you know, you feel the butterflies and all of that, but how do we know that Amy's in love now? You know, like I know there's a transition from 13 years old, Amy, to, you know, now and like, what's the difference um, at this point? Or you can kind of, you know, like um, walk through me how that changed for you. This is so fun. I guess 13-year-old Amy, her definition of love is is like all the butterflies and, oh my gosh, you know, like even spending like one or two months together, we're so in love and we're, you know, going to have a future, you know, like I'm sure everybody's kind of thought of that and mm -hmm. just, you know, staying up late at night, like talking forever on the phone and, and seeing each other in school and, you know, just like, oh my gosh. But I think now it's a maturity. It's an emotional maturity. I think it's like, I've done the work on myself and my boyfriend's also done the work on himself. Mm. And we had this conversation where, you know, we worked on ourselves first so that we can be the best version of ourselves when we meet our other whole. Mm. It's not the other half. It's like, I'm a whole being, he's a whole being. And when we come together, we are celebrating each other and we, we support each other. And I remember manifesting my partner and writing down all the things that I wanted to feel. And that was actually an error in the past. I didn't do that. I wrote down all the qualities that I wanted. And so things like, I want him to be this tall. I want him to do this. I want him to, you know, and I actually did attract someone like that, all the qualities, but I didn't write down how I wanted to feel. And the person that I did manifest uh, back then, it did end up, it really caused a lot of pain in my heart. It was really abusive. And I learned from that experience where I was like, I'm going to be very clear with the feelings that I want to feel when I'm with my boyfriend, my partner. And so after that experience, I really went back to my journal and I was like, this is how I want to feel. I want to feel alive. I want to feel so comfortable in my skin. I want to feel like, you know, he's completely celebrating me and who I am and vice versa. They're, you know, like they're not judging me and I feel so safe and expansive. And so honestly, the word alive just keeps coming up because that is how I feel when I'm with my, with my boyfriend right now. And like, I just haven't felt that way in so long. Mm -hmm. And so to finally feel that way is, is like, oh my gosh, this is, this is what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that's when I know I was like, okay, like this is right. Like this is the feeling that I know I needed. That makes me feel really good. And I can also give from a full cup. Whereas, you know, 13 year old Amy, she didn't know how to handle pain. She didn't know how to go through her, her emotional life and talk about her triggers and her traumas and, you know, her parental issues. <laughs> so it's like, that's, I think, the difference. I am very intentional about the partner in life that I want. That is Whereas back then it was just, oh my God, you're so, you're so handsome and you're so cute kind of a thing. <laughs> right. And how, how long did that went on? Like, when did your, you know, at what age did, were you like, you know, awakening? You were like, you know what? Like, you know, I think this has got to change. Probably 2019, 2020. I was like, there's still pain here. Mm. I need to work on myself. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot be attracting anyone from this place right now because you attract what you are. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I teach in Awaken Joy. And so if I'm not feeling 100% with, you know, who I am, I don't want to be attracting anyone from this energetic level. I want to I want to really heal me and get to love me so that my heart can expand and, and love my partner. Yeah.
I actually, it's so funny. Like it makes sense to me now, you know, like being connected to you back in 2019, you know, even if we have, you know, different stories, like you have been trying out relationships that were just 13 years old. For me, you know, I was just 21, but we really met at a time that it was the same. I was listening to you earlier and what your journey was. And I could hear myself. It was like, you know, mirroring. Yeah, myself. Honestly, though, like you and you were talking also about like you had to take some time, you know, to be with yourself and getting to know parts of you. I am in that stage, too. And I cry every night now, not because of anxiety or fear that I'm still in that partnership back then, but it was just because of like, it's so good to get to know myself again, you know, and come back to myself again and like experience her in, you know, on my own. And it blows my mind and just like how beautiful she is. I am just happy for you that you get to share, you know, like. like you now (laughs) with someone else again it blows my mind it overwhelms me just thinking this version of myself that I worked towards you know to share that with someone you know more genuine more authentically and having someone talking to you that you know gets to experience that now and I can't even imagine how nourishing and you know nurturing that your relationship would have been this time so really happy for you and kind of very vulnerable things um just a palate cleanser because I do have <laughs> I do have some more hard questions for you but to kind of you know um, balance it out I wanted to ask you because it just popped in my head if you have like any I don't know like embarrassing you know like date stories or like I don't know just like you with your partner you know like you had a confession you were rejected and now it's funny or you went on a date something went wrong like yeah <laughs> like things like that there's I went on a date with this guy and he's like super buff like super super buff and so I would expect you know just like the charisma to like ooze out of that and I remember when we first met he just didn't talk like <laughs> I thought he was That's the worst. afraid of me yeah and like I-, I remember just like talking to him you know we got food and he just looks down the whole time like the oh whole time my just God. And-, and I'm like asking him questions and he's like yeah yeah and, like, what? and like it's just it was just so contradictory seeing such a like big buff man like just like so quiet and timid and I I, I was just like oh my god am I really that intimidating like am I scary (laughs) so that was like a really interesting experience Mm. really sweet person but I was like don't think this is going any further but truly (laughs) did not talk and uh I felt like I was kind of talking to myself how long did that date even like went for if that was the case he was 45 minutes late first of all. And I was like, it's okay. I get it. LA traffic, but man, I'm not a big fan of tardiness. Mm. So that was kind of like a, okay. But I was like, okay, whatever. It's all good. But yeah, that, that didn't last very long. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like my waiting time and our daytime was kind of the same time. So yeah, I guess that's kind of like a that's a bad date story yeah I can't imagine and also like um, I don't know if you're the same but like you said you know like you were you felt like you were talking to yourself (laughs) with that guy and I'm a person that I can you know people that I meet the first time I don't have an issue you know being the you know the one who stirs the conversation but like there's a thin line between you participating (laughs) because I'm already the one right like trying to like um, come up with the conversations versus like you're not there at all (laughs) like how would that work yeah, yeah. I I've heard that I am intimidating. Like I've heard mm. that because I think my presence is just big and I, you know, I exude a lot of enthusiasm, but I was I was just a- like actually very concerned if I was scaring him. <laughs> and I don't think I'm a very scary person, but just, you know, seeing like a huge guy, like a huge physique and just looking terrified of me was a huge, like, I guess, ego blow to me. I was like, mm-hmm. I think I'm a good person. 
Am I really that scary? So yeah, I I'm glad you enjoyed that because it was a very awkward time for me. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Like that's actually funny. I'm sure everyone has this story. <laughs> But I wanted to ask, and you know, now I, you know, if whatever you feel comfortable sharing, how? Oh, this is a serious part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it has been serious a while. Like this is we just had a commercial break. <laughs> But <laughs> but now you know. Like if you can share a little bit more about your partner now. Um, you mentioned you guys met in February. How'd you guys meet? You know, what's your story and what's Amy yeah. like as a partner? I'm really interested um, in that. Like, I guess that's something you should ask him. True. <laughs> yeah. You know, funny enough. So in February, I'm not really like a dating apps person, mm. but something in me was like, because my healer, he was just like, there is nobody literally around you that is on your same energy length mm. and so you are like you can't date anyone in this field right now so I was like okay so I'm just gonna find somebody and I just felt like it was the time and so I downloaded coffee meets bagel because one of my best friends she met her husband on there and he's an amazing guy so I was like you know what I don't know what it is my intuition's just telling me to go for it and I'm not even gonna question it and that's how I, I met Reese And we just really hit it off from the beginning. And I, I remember when he, <laughs> I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, uh, but he, he like sent me like, like three flowers. Like there's like a thing if you like, like someone, but he's sent them like more things. It's like, oh, okay. Like you really, really want me. You really, really want to talk to me. But I was like, oh my gosh, like I really, really like what this guy is all about. And we just had such a great conversation from the get-go. And I just felt like for him, he like really talked about storytelling and that's really important. And for me as a storyteller, that's very important. I, I love stories. I'm an artist, you know, as an actor, stories are what move me. And I think we really connected on that in the get-go. And then um, we had our first date in person. And, you know, it's really interesting. We just like kind of laid it all out, like what we we're looking for in a relationship. It was just no BS. Mm. And I, I was just so relieved to see someone, one, confident in who he was, and also be really confident in owning like what he was looking for mm -hmm. and it was just just the right amount of excitement and me wanting more and me being curious and feeling really comfortable again and I started to feel sexy again like started mm -hmm. to feel like sexy and not like in my body or anything but like sexy and like me mm -hmm. Amy I, I feel like I'm more confident in a lot of ways where like my playful side is coming back out again. And I, and I feel safe in doing that. And I think I uh, one big thing in th that abusive relationship a few years ago, it was he told me like I had to always, you know, like I couldn't show my body. I, I had to cover myself. I He didn't like that. I I would look pretty or, you know, he would say, stop doing that. Stop wearing that. Stop looking like that. You know, really just controlled the way I would look or carry myself. And now I know it was just his insecurity. Um, it wasn't me. But I think it really hurt me for so long. And so I started wearing clothes that would cover my whole body, I would look less attractive. So I'm so that I'm not bringing harm to, you know, him, like, I don't know, I don't know why I did that. But I think it was because I was just really scared. And I, I really cared about him. And I was just at a different place in my life. Mm -hmm. But with Reese, he just he just embraces who exactly who I am and wants me to feel so, you know, elated in everything that I do. He supports me and just my joy, my expansion. I think we're both very connected and communicating like I just want you to be happy mm -hmm. and I want to support that happiness. And so as Amy as a girlfriend, I think my playful side has come out a lot more. Like I'm really I feel like this like giddy girl who just gets to have fun and gets to like, like feel alive. And I don't think I've really felt that in, in a long time. And um, it's so wonderful having a partner support me and, and, and show me that it's safe to do that. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I know I did that for myself. Mm -hmm. But I think when it came to a partner, I, I was a little reclusive and, and kind of scared because I was scared that they were going to judge me. But it's 
the complete opposite. And I feel so good in my own sexuality and my own, you know, presence. And yeah, gosh, I, I think that's also why like my inner child is just coming out and feeling safe to play again. Yeah, I'm really happy. (laughs) That's good. This is February this year or last year? This year, girl, recent. So it's still pretty recent. Right. So pretty new. Okay. I see. Oh, yeah. uh, so you're probably on the honeymoon <laughs> stage. Oh, uh, you can uh, say that. Yeah. yeah but, that's, <laughs> but that's so good. Um, I think that's the whole point really, you know, being with someone regardless if it's a romantic relationship or your friend, I think it's important to f- feel that, you know, like you get to be yourself in front of them and like everyone's just like rooting yeah. for you and supporting you. And, you know, it's a different conversation, yes. you know, having that, yeah, like, you know, when you have to call them out, you have to have that talk, but, you know, a whole gist of it is really, yeah, having someone who can hold you, like all of you, right? Um, and you don't have that yeah. fear. So I'm really glad <laughs> that you found someone. And so, I wanted to ask, what are the easiest parts of you and the hardest parts of you to love? Oh, you have good questions. The easiest parts of me to love, I think, are just the initial things that when someone looks at me, they're very like, you're so joyful. You're very optimistic. Mm -hmm. You look to the positive things of life, which is true. I am. I'm generally a very positive minded, you know, the glass full oriented, you know, mindset Amy. And so I think those are really positive things that people initially are drawn to me. And I think that's another, uh, an easy thing for, you know, my boyfriend to say, yes, like, I, I really love that about Amy. A hard part of me, I, I'm working on this actually right now. It's actually a conversation that I've, I've had with a friend. I, because of the abusive relationship that I've had in the past, I felt I felt like a burden in anything that I did or asked. Mm -hmm. And so I remember recently, like I I got a last minute uh, self tape. So I had to ask Reese, like it was early in the morning. I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Could you help me with my self tape? Oh, sorry. Like there's this and I have to do this and I have to change everything. And Oh God, I'm so sorry. And I recognized the whole trigger of the past saying, Mm -hmm. I'm such a burden. I'm such a burden. Oh my gosh, I'm wasting your time. I'm taking up too much space or something. And him just reacting in a completely different way. Like, you're so good. Like, all is well. Like, no, I'm I'm happy to help. Um, Whereas in the past, that wasn't the response I got. It was like, why are you like this? You know? And so I think it's unraveling a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, me feeling like I'm a burden. It has been you know, kind of re-triggering me. So this relationship has been such a gift in me recognizing that and moving through it so I can fix it and know that I'm not a burden. Um, So I think it's just me feeling confident that I am worthy and that I am loved and I'm cherished for who I am and I'm not asking for too much. Yeah. You are not. (laughs) If anything, I'm sure, you know, you deserve like all the, you know, great things around, you know, what we can get here because of, yeah, I mean, you know, like we just do. And I know I said, I've said that that was my last questions, but I did have one more, which is I would like to reframe because it was originally, you know, my thought was like, I know you as someone, like you said, optimistic, you know, enthusiastic, like, you know, even with the works that you do, like you're like literally saving lives and helping people heal. And I think that's such, you know, like great work. Original question was, does it ever get tiring to be you? But, you know, like, I kind of want to reframe that into more of like, you know, because I know like we all, you know, get exhausted, but more like, I wanted to ask you instead of that, how does it feel to be you now? I don't get exhausted being me. I think Mm -hmm. for me, it's really important to fill my cup up first because I mean, I'm going to be really honest. My clients are just really important to me. And um, because they're so important to me, it is my job to take care of myself so that I can be there for them. And I think that's why even if I am moving through a lot of hardship, I always ask myself, what abundance is waiting for me today? Mm. What blessing is out there 
you know, on my front step waiting for me because no matter what is happening externally, I can still choose to live an abundant, you know, inner life, knowing that hardship will pass. And it's like pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. And I really do live in that mantra, you know, and when I'm, I'm moving through something hard, I just move through it. I don't let it own me. And I don't think it ever is tiring being me. I, I love being me. I love living the life that I do. I'm really grateful for it. And I always just know that the best has yet to come. And for me, I know next year is going to be even greater than this year, which is why I am relishing in every moment because I, I know it's only going to get better and better. Yeah. And so it's really exciting. Great. Amazing. I. I love, you know, all your answers to my question. And this is kind of the part. I don't know if you prepared it. It's fine if you didn't. But this is, you know, to wrap up, do you have that question for me after all the yes. um, yeah, interrogation that I did on your end? This is really fun interrogation. My question, actually, I wanted to ask you, what is the most rewarding thing in being in a romantic relationship for you? The most rewarding thing for yourself? I think and being like a romantic relationship, right? So I will actually, we've already mentioned it. We've actually already talked about it. I'll come back to that, you know, statement that you did earlier that you said where you get to, you know, like one, be yourself. But the most rewarding for me is actually having, you know, another like entity, another person grow with you. And actually that feeling for me of, yeah, just like being seen and being held and being received, like very well received by someone and having that support, because I feel like my whole life, you know, like, it's not that I don't need, you know, like I can manage, right? Like, you know, we're all independent beings, whatever. I, you know, like growing older (laughs) and wiser now, I am learning the importance of community. You know, I know we're just talking about romantic relationships, but even that, right? Like that is you know, like you have someone on your side, just like marching with you, um, you know, rooting for you, supporting you. And I think that's the whole point, right? Like, what even is the point that we're all here, you know, together, like, if we don't connect with each other. And it's honestly, like the same reason that I did this podcast, I know I'm going off tangent, but I feel like it's just rewarding having that connection with someone and it's a bonus if that connection leads you to be a better person leads you to that you know highest version of yourself like isn't that amazing you know to be able to you know change and evolve and to you know like different parts of you discover different parts of you and have someone witness that and have someone cheer for you on that have someone cry you know with you you know when it's it's not that great because yeah I feel like I was conditioned for the past like 20 years of my life that you have to be you know like independent you have to be that person that you can just manage and all that and that that ruined me. (laughs) I thought like that was, you know, I thought like that was the way to live that I don't need, you know, other people's help. I don't really need a man or a woman or whatever. But in reality, like I was craving and screaming connection. And so I think being, you know, in romantic relationships, friendship, whatever, family, any types of relationship, it's the most rewarding thing is, um, having that connection and being witnessed through my journey (laughs) through my life so yeah that's my answer I hope I answered that (laughs) thank you so Um, much for for answering that and and sharing so openly and you too (laughs) you shared more than me so I actually it's so funny because I was already girl like I was ready to like kind of like hype you up you know I didn't know that you were already in the really in the relationship right (laughs) like (laughs) in my head I was like yo like I'm gonna ask Amy you know what she's looking for now like what she's manifesting so like when this podcast gets out there you know okay there's and I came in with a plot twist yeah yeah yeah. there's really reason the pictures though you know we'll leave her alone with that that is so funny 
Yeah, Aww, thank you. Thank so you, though. Much. Thank you so much um, for sharing this space with me, your stories. It's so nice. Um, actually, I'm really happy. Um, I've always looked up to you as my role model. But also, you know what? I can just like be honest with you. I think I've shared this in the open circle with the group. But of course, you weren't there. But there was a time that, you know, I, yeah, like I was looking up to you and I'm like, how do I get there? you know like how how is she exuding right like this yeah like just the energy that you have regardless of all the struggles because I was like really struggling and I was thinking there was a point that you know like I have these tendencies where I tend to get like you know jealous or envy that it will turn into like my insecurity but then I know you know like for a fact that I can shift that you know like I'm like why would I hate this person just because they're being themselves, right? Like, just because, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like, you know, that's also maturity. But yeah, I, I wanted to share with you that, that I did have, you know, those moments. And I just, yeah, I just cannot also deny the connection that I had with you. And I was like thinking, you're not going to ruin this just because of your own, you know, like of your own wounds. And if she, you know, like if you can use her as an inspiration, like you can get there too. Yeah. And I shifted that and I still really glad that you're here. We're talking two years later. We're smiling. (laughs) We're crying for different reasons. And so I'll definitely keep you posted if I do find um, another boo. They're probably in Seoul, Korea, BTS or whatever. (laughs) 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 I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, just wanted to tell you that. that. Wow. That's really, well, first of all, that's really brave of you sharing that so openly it's not easy to to share especially with someone like hi I I've had jealousy towards you you know so first of all there's nothing to be jealous of (laughs) you are so wonderful in your own way we all are Mm -hmm. and um, I use this as an example it's like a tulip cannot look at a dandelion and say I'm jealous of you and I want to be like you No, a tulip is beautiful and unique on their own way, just like a dandelion is, just like a sunflower and a rose and hibiscus and all the other flowers. Like we're all meant to bloom in our own way. And and it's true with jealousy. Like when I when I've had jealousy, I always ask myself, why? Why do I have that? It's it's like, oh, it's because it's my own insecurity. It's my own wound. And it's not about, you know, looking to that person saying, oh, like I, I have malice towards them or I'm angry towards them. It's like, no, this is my own inner projection. And it's it's a wound that I, I'm thankful that I, I get to now heal. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've recognized that within myself, it was like, where is this insecurity coming from? Where is this root coming from? And being able to say thank you, you know, like I, I would, you know, I've confronted people I've been, I've had like envy or jealousy in the past and and say, thank you so much for being a teacher. Like, thank you so much for um, showing me what I needed to work on. And I I recognize that, you know, jealousy is just another energy that you get to be uh, working on yourself. And I'm so happy that you got to really heal a lot of wounds that maybe you just weren't aware of in the beginning. And you were like, I get to be the best version of me. And yeah, I'm happy, you know, like that I didn't, like sabotage you know like any other relationships because definitely I'm happy to share this journey with you too especially you know you as well all throughout and yeah it's so funny because on the newsletter that you had I remember there was this quote it was probably the newsletter last week or sometime this week I can't remember but it says there which is on my you know board right now I'm not scared of failing I'm afraid of how good it will be and I remember I saw that and I just like sobbed because it was you know I was like I literally cried and meditated about it because I really had a moment like I was you know doing a few podcasts I was entering my clients I was you know I had like a dance meditation and I remember that quote for some reason and I just like cried on the floor because I was really scared not because you know like of any you know fears before but it was just like this is so good. Like, this is like wonderful. Like I am 
cared of, you know, yeah, like just how, like, you know, just what else, you know, can bloom from this, just the expansion, like you said, like that scares me. And I feel, I think like, you know, that's a good, you know, way to feel scared. <laughs> just like how, how, like how else can you expand it? So yeah, just like really grateful, like that I get to be, experience her, you know, the March that is blooming now. And I get to also share that with you and the rest of the people that I will soon share this with and even this like even this podcast is I think I, that is an act of a revolution <laughs> for me I've always shunned my voice you know because I've always been in spaces where I don't get to speak like people like don't listen to me and so now you know I, I've learned that well you just gotta find your people and you know like now I'm speaking my truth and you're speaking your truth and you know, what a wonderful way to share that with the rest of the people that aligns with us. Yeah. Wow. Everything you said, I just want to give you such a big warm hug. <laughs> virtual all, hug. I'm so happy that this, yes, virtual big hug. And I'm so happy that this, this podcast is a revolution for yourself, that you're doing it for you. And I'm so happy that you know the best is yet to come. And Thank you for reading my newsletters. It means the world to me that it's touched you so deeply. Yes. And it's true. We're, we're not afraid of failing. We're afraid of our greatness because there is no limit yeah. to our greatness. And yeah. Marge, I am so excited for us to even two years from today to, you know, catch up and talk and see where we are because it's going to be fire. Yeah. Fire. Oh, <laughs> my God. I can't even... Amy, two years from now, it's not going to be on screen. Like, it's going to be, like, face-to-face. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to oh be hanging out. <laughs> we'll be hanging out, you know? In person? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. So, claiming it already. So, manifest it! <laughs> but, yeah, uh, thank you again for your time here. I know we've run past three minutes and an hour, but thank you. Thank you so much. I'll let you know, you know. All right. Thank you, Amy. Thank you so much. I'll catch you soon. I love you so much. Sarangye. I love you. Sarangye. <laughs> Once again, that's been Amy, and I hope you all enjoyed our first episode for just checking in. I'd love to know what you guys think. Follow me at Marjastani Studio for updates and feel free to share your feelings and thoughts about this. We have four more episodes for this season, so make sure you tune in. Be well, everyone. Mm-hmm.